Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello, welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. Today we take a look at federal student loans for expats. So let's just get right to it. Expats can qualify for U.S. federal student aid, but there might be a few complications and opportunities when borrowing and repaying federal student loans. U.S. citizens are eligible for U.S. federal student aid, regardless of where they live. To apply for financial aid, you just complete the Free Application for Financial Student Aid, or FAFSA, based on the income reported on both the U.S. federal income tax return and the foreign income tax return. But do not double count any income. So important. The U.S. federal income tax return has a foreign earned income exclusion that shelters about $100,000 of income earned in a foreign country, but the sheltered income must still be reported on the FAFSA. Foreign income should be converted to U.S. dollars using the exchange rate in effect on the date the FAFSA is filed. Exchange rates are published in the H-10 report on the Federal Reserve Board's website. There are about 400 international colleges that are eligible for U.S. federal student aid, in addition to thousands of U.S. colleges, of course. However, students who are enrolled at foreign colleges may receive only federal student loans. They're not eligible for federal grants. Use the FAFSA's Federal School Code search to search for eligible foreign colleges. Specify foreign country, Canada, or Mexico as the state. Expats can save for college and 529 college savings plans, too. Distributions are tax-free only if used to pay for qualified higher education expenses at colleges that are eligible for federal student aid. Qualified higher education expenses include these things like tuition, fees, books, supplies, equipment, room and board, if you're enrolled at least half-time, computers, internet access, and even special needs expenses. Travel and transportation expenses, though, ha! not qualified for higher education expenses. A 529 plan can be used to repay up to $10,000 in student loans per borrower, and that is the lifetime limit. Expats are also eligible to claim the American Opportunity Tax Credit, Lifetime Learning Tax Credit, and Student Loan Interest Deduction on their U.S. federal income tax return. How to Repay Student Loans so, of course, making payments on a student loan can be challenging for expats. It's probably best to refinance or consolidate your student loans to simplify repayment so that you have just one loan to worry about. And pro tip, you should not refinance federal student loans into a private student loan, and we'll talk about why coming up in just a little bit. Update your contact information with the loan servicer so that you have a, your foreign address, not just a U.S. address. This will reduce the likelihood of delays in contacting you. Nevertheless, international postal mail can be very slow, so allow extra time before the deadlines. Sign up for auto pay, as you'll be less likely to be late with the payment if payments are transferred to the lender automatically from your bank account. The main circumstance in which you might be late with auto pay will occur when there are insufficient funds in the account. So, but many lenders will give a discount too on auto pay, like 0.25% or up to 0.5% interest rate reduction, which is huge over the long term when you're paying back loans. It's best to use an international bank that has branches in both the U.S. and your country, like Chase, Citibank, or HSBC. 
Also consider a U.S. brokerage account with cash management features like the ones offered by Fidelity Investments and Charles Schwab. Online banks like Ally, Capital One may also be useful for this purpose. Check whether the bank charges foreign transaction fees too. Otherwise, choose a local bank account that can be enabled for international fund transfers to a U.S. bank account. You might need to set up automatic transfers from your local bank to the U.S. bank, in addition to setting up the U.S. bank account for auto pay to the loan servicer. There's a couple of steps involved here. Beware of fluctuating currency exchange rates, too, if your money is not in a dollar-denominated bank account. Confirm that the U.S. bank allows transfers in foreign currency. You might need to transfer more than one loan payment amount to allow for charges in the exchange rate in addition to electronic transfer fees. Here's the biggie. Don't default on your student loans. While it's more difficult for a U.S. lender to collect from an expat, they can get a court order to seize your U.S. assets. The federal government can also garnish up to 15% of wages from U.S. employers, intercept federal income tax refunds, and offset up to 15% of Social Security benefit payments. Default can also affect your credit scores. If you default on a private student loan, the lender can seek repayment from the co-signers on the private student loan too. Ugh. Here's a loophole involving income-driven repayment and expats. Some expats repay their federal student loans using income-driven repayment plans because of a loophole that can yield a zero monthly payment. The monthly payment under an income-driven repayment plan is based on a percentage of discretionary income. Discretionary income is the amount by which adjusted gross income, AGI, exceeds 150% of the poverty line, or 100% of the poverty line. But if you file a U.S. federal income tax return, the foreign income exclusion shelters about $100,000 of income earned in a foreign country for taxpayers who reside outside the U.S. The foreign earned income exclusion is $108,700 in 2021 and is adjusted annually for inflation. The foreign earned income exclusion is claimed on IRS Form 2555 and reported on Line 8 of Schedule 1. This, in turn, is reported as an adjustment to income on Line 10A of IRS Form 1040. If your foreign earned income is less than the exclusion amount, your AGI might be zero. Note that unearned income, such as interest, dividends, and capital gains, is not sheltered by the foreign earned income exclusion. And then, after 20 or 25 years in an income-driven repayment plan, the remaining balance will be forgiven. Normally, the cancellation of debt is reported as income to the borrower on IRS Form 1099-C. This replaces the student loan debt with a smaller amount of tax debt. Taxpayers may be able to get the IRS to forgive the tax debt if they are insolvent, which is a fancy term for total debts exceed total assets. Otherwise, they might be able to negotiate an offer and compromise or get a six-year payment plan. The American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 provides tax-free status for all student loan forgiveness through December 31, 2025, including the forgiveness at the end of an income-driven repayment plan. This tax-free status may be extended or made permanent. We don't know. The income-driven repayment loophole may end at any time. Be aware. 
The regulations for income-driven repayment plans give the U.S. Department of Education the authority to require borrowers to provide alternative documentation of income if the U.S. Department of Education believes that the borrower's reported AGI does not reasonably reflect the borrower's current income. The income-driven repayment plan loophole is not necessarily a good option if you plan on eventually returning to the U.S. Interest continues to accrue during that driven repayment plan, increasing the amount of debt. If you do return to the States, your income will no longer be sheltered by the foreign earned income exclusion and your loan payments will increase. Yeek! Depending on the specific income-driven repayment plan, the loan payments may be capped at the standard repayment amount or they might increase as income increases. Private student loans do not offer income-driven repayment plans. So, that's why you shouldn't refinance federal student loans into private student loans if you want to use this loophole to have a zero monthly student loan payment. And that is our show for today. A lot of information crammed in 8 minutes and 46 seconds. So, if you want to dig a little bit deeper into this subject, please head on over to thecollegeinvestor.com, search for federal student loans for expats. You'll find this article. You can click on the links that are included inside. Thanks so much for dropping by today. We'll talk to you again real soon.